0: 10 of the unofficial Gilmore Girls Podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm David. And this episode, we are going to dis- discuss two of the characters on the show and the actors who portray them, um, and that's Richard and Emily Gilmore. We've got some bio info on the actors and some favorite quotes, and just, just want to talk about their characters in general and why we like them so much. Um, so we'll start with Emily.
1: Great. I like her.
0: <laughs> um, the actress that plays her is Kelly Bishop. She was born in 1944 in Colorado Springs, Colorado. So if you're from there, she's from your hometown. Mm-hmm. She was a big dancer, trained in ballet, went to New York City, um, was in a ballet company at the Radio City Music Hall when she was 18. Danced in Vegas on TV. Then she um, was on Broadway. She yeah. won a Tony. In nineteen seventy six, um, she played Sheila in Chorus Line Broadway production. I've never seen that, but I heard is pretty good. I guess it's good enough if she got a Tony for it. That's so true. that's pretty cool. Um and she was in a lot of other Broadway productions. Starred in numerous movies. Um I haven't heard of some of them, so we just kinda listed the ones we've heard of.
1: Yeah, the more popular ones. I mean, she's she's been in a lot. She she reminds, she's one of those actresses and you know a lot like Richard Gilmore uh who we're going to cover in a little bit he, they they're they're you know veteran actors and actresses you know they actually it's not like they're really you know big and they've done one you know a couple big huge things they're just consistent you know they they do a lot she's got a lot of tv appearances she's got a lot of movies too many for us to mention here but Alicia went through and picked some of the some of the best ones or the ones that are more notable that we think that you guys would recognize so, what are some of those? Alicia?
0: Um well one of the well, I will mention this one. It's one of the big ones that um, my resources mentioned. Um, Unmarried Woman. It's, I think it was in the '70s. Um, but she also, as we mentioned before, played um, the mom in Dirty Dancing, and she also played Howard Stern's mom in Private Parts.
1: Yes, I've I, I've seen that
0: movie. I haven't.
1: That's pretty good. If you're into radio, that's a good movie.
0: And Tobey Maguire's mom in Wonder Boys. So, And then she was in some other movies, including Blue Moon and Miami Rhapsody. Um, TV, before the Gilmore Girls, she was in some stuff. Um, three soap operas, so I've hmm. heard of all those. All My Children, One really? Life to Live.
1: She was in All My Children?
0: Yep, hmm. that's the one you actually remember because your mom watched that. Yeah,
1: all the other ones I don't know. And I don't even really remember All My Children, it just sounds familiar. Yeah. Sure.
0: He's probably a closet fan of that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also when life to live and as the world turns she played roles in like the 70s and 80s on those so i don't really remember any of them but it's kind of cool that she was on there and mm-hmm. um she's also married to lee leonard who i guess is an old espn anchor
1: yeah it used to be an, uh, an anchor for them
0: so that's kind of cool um then richard oh my gosh
1: Richard's been in a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah.
0: and He's one of those people that you're like, oh, I recognize him, but I can't put my finger on it. And then he'll just pop up in random movies you see on TV. So, yeah.
1: Rich, Richard was born in uh, 1943 in uh, D.C. Well, what's his real name? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> his uh, real name is Edward Herman, and that's with uh, two N's.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, so uh, he studied drama in England, and that, that kind of comes out. You can kind of see that in his... You know his demeanor, yeah. uh, especially when he was younger. You could, you got that kind of vibe from him. Um, he's he was Greek. I don't know if anybody cares about that, but he was in uh, Phi Kappa Psi fraternity, and he graduated from where?
0: Bucknell University.
1: Uh, okay, I don't know where that's at. Me either, but it's cool <laughs> that he's Greek. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Broadway stuff. What did he do on Broadway, Alicia?
0: Um, he won a Tony the same year that Kelly Bishop did. Oh, really? Um, for his role in Mrs. Warren's Profession. I've never heard of that, but... Okay, and he got a Tony nomination for The Philadelphia Story.
1: Hmm, Good deal.
0: And then he's been in a bunch, like I said, a bunch of movies. Yeah, so
1: many movies. I mean, there were even other ones that we noted, but if we listed them all here, uh, we wouldn't get through the podcast. So So we kind of
0: just put the ones that we've actually watched. (laughs) Um, He was in Nixon. He played um, the dad in Richie Rich. Um, Born Yesterday, which was the movie with Melanie Griffith in, like, I think, 94... The Lost Boys.
1: Yeah, The Lost Boys was as good as that movie about vampires.
0: Corey Heyman, Corey Feldman. Corey yeah, the
1: Coreys were in it.
0: Yeah. The Great Gatsby. We saw that like a couple of months ago, and he was young. Really in that movie. young.
1: Like, you almost <laughs> don't recognize him, and you're like, holy crap, it's Richard.
0: Well, and he was singing and playing the piano, too. He just like shows up at the, um, the Great Gatsby's, the Gatsby's part, one of his parties, and then ends up living in his house for a while, and yeah. Gatsby doesn't even realize it for the longest time because, <laughs> because his, his house, house is, is so big. big. yeah. <laughs> and then the one that I remember him the most from, I didn't even realize it was him until I. Read this, but I think it's so cool. He in Annie, he played FDR. If you remember, if you watched Annie, like the original one, he where they f- took the helicopter mm-hmm. and went mm-hmm. and met FDR and his wife and sang with them, and that was him. And he also um, there's he made. He had two other roles, or two other movies, where he played FDR, like TV movies, or oh, really? type things. Someone's
1: got typecasted as FDR. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of cool. cool.
0: And then there's this other movie, Overboard, which I just remember seeing him in vaguely. I don't even remember what the movie's about, but I just looked through the, through the channels and saw him. Hmm. Um, the Emperor's Club, which was on recently, I think, on hmm. TV. Intol- I it. Intolerable Cruelty and The Aviator.
1: Aviator, I did see they did a great job in that.
0: And then he has, just this year, next year, he has got six upcoming movies, mm-hmm. including a movie with Danny DeVito called Relative Strangers. So he's still doing a lot, which yeah. is really cool.
1: And, and that's what I was talking about. These are people that don't just you know have a couple one hits and they get really big. They're just you know consistent. They're always working. That's they've made acting their job.
0: He was in um, a bunch of TV movies too, and the only one I recognized was the face on the milk carton which is like one of those Hallmark movies or, you know, Lifetime or whatever, I mm-hmm. think. Or they played on their sh- channels, so. Okay. Um, he also got an Emmy Award in 99 for um, just like a guest appearance where he was on the practice. He was like for six episodes in a row. Oh, okay. So not, not
1: like a guest star, but it was like consecutive. It was like yeah. over, over a, a, a plot line that involved him.
0: Um, he was also in the 200th. Anniversary episode of Law and Order, and Kelly Bishop has also guest starred on Law and Order. Hmm. Um, and then he had a recurring role in Oz. If oh, you that,
1: watched Oz, it. is good. Yeah, I watched that on HBO. Um, we somebody had it on DVD, and we just watched them all straight in a row. It was awesome. It was, oh, and uh, the the lady from Sopranos was in that. She was a guard. That's where she got her start on HBO. That's the, pretty the, cool. Uh, Tony Soprano's wife. Yeah, I forget her name. Carmella. Carmella. Yeah, yeah, she got started there.
0: Um. And then he was, had some other Emmy nominations for various things. He still does stuff on the stage occasionally. What I this is what I thought was cool. He um he has recorded over fifty books on tape.
1: And I'm sure that's because of how great his voice is. I mean, he's got a proper voice, and you know it's clear. He enunciates words. You know, so I, I can only imagine. That he'd be great for reading books.
0: He even got an Audie Award in '99 for um, the recording he did of the King James Bible, which is pretty impressive. And he also there's two shows on A and E where he's been the narrator for those. So
1: yeah, but he's up there with James Earl Jones. They're always trying to get him to be the narrator yeah. to things because of his just how you know powerful his voice is.
0: Um, we've got some, we've had some fans email us and some of their favorite quotes and. Things that have happened with Richard and Emily, so we're going to mention those, and then I'll, we've also got a couple of our own that we liked. Um, so first,
1: um, first one's an email from was that Baby? Yeah, Baby <laughs> and she, I suppose that, I'll make that a female's name. Just said that
0: her favorite episode was when um, Lorelai the first, Richard's mom. Who? What did he call her? Tricks. Tricks. He called her tricks. And she came and visited and she was talking about I think this is the episode where she was like, Oh, you know, corn's written out my house here right now. I'm selling my house in London and I want to move back here or something.
1: Right, and I just need a place to crash for a little while and, and he says, Oh, our house is always open to you And
0: Emily's like, Crap, I can't stand that woman. <laughs> She's gonna live with me now And so Emily come there's this one day where um Trix set tells Emily that she cannot Come to back to her own house until like after five o'clock, but she's having some friends over for a meeting and she needs her privacy. Well, she gets back a few minutes early and she catches her uh, tricks making out with her boyfriend who's wearing like a purple velour suit.
1: Right, and that, so that that was Baybay's favorite, right? Uh, favorite moment with that uh,
0: because Emily called her out on it and totally embarrassed her in front of all her <laughs> friends. It's hilarious, but yeah. she was like, "I'm finally, you know, gotten her back." So yeah, that was good. Um, Alex said that her favorite episode, her favorite scene with Richard and Emily was actually this season in season six, six before, when Rory was still living in the pool house, and they they were snooping around the pool house and, um. Richard's like, "Oh, it isn't right. We shouldn't be doing this." And Emily's like, oh, "I used to do this all the time with Lorelai. One time, I found a drawer full of Tootsie rolls. What a, what a girl." What a girl would do with the hundreds of titty rolls is beyond me. And he's like, "Well, maybe it's whatever it was under the titty rolls." And she's like, "Why didn't I look under the titty rolls? That's going to bother me now."
1: Yeah, she does. she's really cute when she says it. Yeah. too. She, you can tell that she's like, "Dang it!" <laughs> it's been—I mean, we're talking about decades, you right. know—and she hadn't, you know, thought about it. I and mean, now it's going to bug her. I like that. So the next email comes in from Mary, or as she goes, uh, GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com, dot com, Rolo Lover. And her favorite quote is of Richards is from the episode Ted Koppel's Big Night Out.
0: This is where they're at the Yale Harvard football game. They're tailgating, they have like these big immaculate.
1: Yeah, they make a big deal about yeah. tailgating. I mean, they don't just tailgate. I mean, literally, I don't think there's a tailgate there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but... they
0: hire like a chef and yeah, like have they this are... huge grill and.
1: Yeah, it's... and they got the RV and a little awning and stuff. It's a big deal. Got to love rich people. Yeah, and and Lorelai's pouring from her fun flask as she calls it. Because I think
0: Rory had a flask, but it was just, like, Coke or something. something. And then they had a fun flask, which had the liquor in it.
1: Yeah. We should start selling flasks on her website. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she's pouring it for Richard, and she says, how's that? And Richard says, that'd be fine if we were in Utah.
0: And he just gets really drunk that day. And they're, like, he's singing with all the Yale students, like, all these songs and stuff. And um, that also kind of goes into one of my favorites, quotes from Emily and this that same episode is where um, we first see the dreaded Penelin Lot who is Richard's oh, girlfriend in college. I don't want to mix her the dreaded
1: Penelin Lot.
0: Well according to Emily, you right. know for you Emily fans you'd side with her on this and it's where Laura lies i look oh you're my almost mommy and what you have bought me a pony and then um I guess Emily overhears Penelin asking her Lorelai about her inn, and Lorelai's like, well, how... D- oh, yeah, and she
1: says, well, Emily's how do you- like, well, how did
0: you know that she... How did she know that your inn just open? And then she figures out that... Finds out that Richard and Pendleton have been having lunch all the time for the past 30 years. Right,
1: like, no, it was once a month or maybe, like, once every couple months or yeah. something. Like that, but it was, like, on a regular basis. And she
0: didn't know about it. Yeah. And so this is, like, the... The foreshadowing of when they later separate.
1: Yeah, they get, and he ends up moving out into the pool house. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so in a later episode, and I couldn't find the direct quote from it, I just remember vaguely her saying something like, they get into a fight, and she's like, why don't you have and Lott do it for you? <laughs> You know, and so that just seems like something that like a typical wife would say about oh, ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Any,
1: anything she says, anything that he says, he she'd be able to turn it and flip it on him and throw that in his face.
0: So. And they just always call her lot, They don't yeah. just say Penelope. And then you find out that um after his mom tricks dies, that she actually didn't want. To. Oh
1: yeah, she finds that letter. Down she finds in a letter where he
0: wrote to where her Richard's mom wrote to her the night before they got married, and was like, "Don't marry Emily. She's the wrong girl for you." Um she wanted her to him to marry pennaline yeah. and so that's emily's like oh now i understand why she hated mm-hmm. you know i knew she hated me but now this you know validates it and everything so then this also kind of leads into my next favorite my other favorite quote <laughs> you, got, you
1: got a lot of lead ins
0: well emily really feels for rory when the huntsburgers do not accept her
1: Oh yeah, because she's she can relate to that. You know what I mean? Right. Trix didn't think that she was good enough, and now all of a sudden, Rory's not good enough.
0: So, I, like my favorite Emily scene ever, ever, ever is when she puts Shira Huntsberger in her place. It's just so awesome. Um, it's at that DAR event that Rory puts on. It's just an amazing event. She does a great job, and Shira did an RSVP, but then Rory ends up, you know, give, putting her in the loser table at the last minute and Emily's like, Oh no, no, we can't do that. Um oh, yeah,
1: she's she's a Huntsburger. We should you know, she doesn't need to be back there. So she she's, goes
0: to, she's gonna go find her a better table and then this is the time about the time where Richard and Mitchum run each other in the bathroom.
1: Right, and he says, Well so there's like, you know, shooting the breeze and talking about stuff and And
0: Richard's like, So what happened with all that with Rory at the newspaper and Mitchum tells him the truth, and he's like, "God's
1: honest truth." And and he's like, he starts yelling at him. It's awesome.
0: I'm so glad they took up for them. I just hate they didn't believe Lorelai to begin with.
1: That was, you know, what if you're if you're a Richard and and Emily fan, uh, and you just started watching the Gilmore Girls, you got to go back and get the fifth season because a lot of that toward the end was a lot about uh, you know Richard and Emily. And well, but
0: this happened the sixth season. Oh, the, yeah, this scene did.
1: Okay, that, that that was right. That was early sixth season. Yeah. But it still stands that if you if you like them, that that whole breakup that they had, all the stuff with him being out in the, uh,
0: in the pool house, in the pool house, and stuff They're like that. They're separated. They got remarried.
1: Yeah, I mean, all that happened in the fifth season, and it's it's great stuff. I mean, a, a lot of interaction between the two of them. Not so much so far on the season. Between Richard and Emily, if The any. beginning
0: of the season. Yeah. The first half, until Rory moved out, there was a lot.
1: Right, and then now, um, nothing.
0: But in that episode, Richard later goes and tells Emily, Lorelai was right. You know, she told us, was telling the whole truth. Mitchum did this to Rory. Yeah, they hate her. and then
1: it was on.
0: So then, <laughs> when Emily goes to move Shira to her better table, oh, it's classic. She's like... She tells her she understands that, you know, the Hunsburgers aren't thrilled with the match between Rory and Logan. She doesn't understand why, because money doesn't seem to be an issue, because we all have money. And is like, well, there's your money, and then there's our money. Ooh. And she's she's so classy about it too Doesn't cause a scene Does it very quietly I mean I don't
1: even know if the people at that table Would have been able to hear what she said to her
0: And the way she does it She's smiling the whole time Yeah
1: so if you were looking across the room You'd think that they were just catching up She's saying hi to the people Trading niceties and stuff Oh yeah
0: So she's like, well let me tell you this year, we're just as good as you are. You were a two-bit gold digger fresh off the bus from Hicksville, and what made Mitchum decide to choose to marry you amongst the pack of women he was betting at the time? I'll never know, but hats off to you for bagging him. He's still a playboy, you know. Well of course you know. That would explain how your weight goes up and down, 30 pounds every other month, but that's your cross to bear. But these are ugly realities. No one needs to talk about them. Rory and, Logan, Rory and Logan are staying together for as long as they like, and the Huntsburgers won't stop them now. Enjoy the event.
1: Yeah.
0: It's awesome. <laughs> and she does it. I mean, I didn't do it justice at all, but that was like the whole thing was just awesome. She just super, rolled it on and classy. on and on. And then she just walks away, and she's fine, you yeah. know.
1: Oh, yeah. And. <laughs>
0: but <laughs> it's just so funny because the way they kissed the Huntsburgers' butts when they first started dating uh-huh. and bent over backwards, and then I'm just, you know, it was just great that she took stood up for them. But there's been times when Emily has stuck her nose where it didn't belong and it's caused numerous issues. Um it, when Richard and Emily had their um renewing of their vows mm-hmm. is when when I found out that she, that Emily had gone to Christopher and had told him, you know, now's your chance because she's fallen in love with Luke. You need to get her back. You guys belong together. And invites Christopher to the wedding. And then he shows up plastered, yeah, or gets plastered. Yeah, get the place, yeah. And then he tells her that you know Emily
1: wants them to get back together, right? Yeah. And
0: so then Lorelai's like, "You and me were through," and she stops talking to her altogether after that. Yeah. Doesn't even go back to her until Rory decides to drop out of school.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. T- didn't they? They had a. No talking basis for a long time after that. Really did her wrong.
0: And Rory was mad at him for the same thing. And then they did the same thing to Rory this time where they, you know, moved her out of the pool house into their house when they found out she was having sex, had to talk to their preacher.
1: That was the funniest scene. Oh, my God. (laughs) They brought the preacher in to talk to her about her virtue.
0: Yeah, and like oh, it's a gift, and she can only give it to one person. <laughs> and the next guy, she'll have to give a sweater. <laughs> awesome. And like Richard, oh, he was just devastated. I know. I think we've talked. Well, we
1: yeah, because we I, I made I made mention of the sex of house. His,
0: he was just like, oh, we paid forty thousand oh, dollars to remodel her sex house for.
1: You could tell he was crushed because he thinks so much of Rory, and to hear that she was, you know, back there fooling around with, uh, with Logan, oh, uh, just eat them, ate them alive. But they're
0: also kind of naive. I mean, she is 21.
1: Yeah, they're a little naive, but they're also very proud. Well, and, and that pride can really get people.
0: And, you know, in the very first episode of season 6 is when um, Lorelai takes all of Rory's stuff over there in the middle of the night. And she's like, now you can have your new and improved Lorelai. Because that's basically how they saw Rory. is like their second, second chance. second chance. Yeah, totally. And, you know, at, her, at Rory's birthday party, when Richard wouldn't come out, um, Emily was uh, like, "No, we haven't lost her yet. We haven't screw, screwed up again until she gets pregnant."
1: Yeah, right in front of Lorelai.
0: Like Lorelai did, and so that's been their whole thing. The whole show is they keep reminding Lorelai how she got pregnant and ruined her life at sixteen. But then again, she wouldn't. They wouldn't have had Rory as a granddaughter if that had happened. So it's kind of a catch twenty two. But it's just you see them battling with that, and then how they had to be embarrassed in society because mm-hmm. their daughter got knocked up at sixteen, and how they dealt with that. And well, one of my other favorite sh- episodes, and I don't think you really liked it so much, but it was the one where they flash back to when Lorelai got pregnant.
1: Oh yeah, and they got those act that actress to to play her. at like, I thought 16. it was cool because then yeah. you
0: saw for real how how, that how Richard happened. and Emily reacted. Yeah. And how and why Lorelai left when she did. I also
1: got to see the young Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that put it into perspective for you, for you to really understand how young they were, and you know to understand that, you know the the house that they live in and that money that they have. None of that's new; that that's been going on all her childhood.
0: And yeah. to see Lorelai and Stars hollow, living a, whole, a completely different life. Yeah, living as a
1: living as a uh, a maid for a hotel.
0: And we see saw the little. um... Shack, I guess. Yeah, a little hut that they yeah. got to live in It was like when they first um went to the Yeah, a little shack in the back Inn. of the
1: Independence Inn. When
0: Rory was a baby.
1: hmm
0: And when you saw we remember the episode where Emily sees where they lived oh, man, and she's she just crushed. crushed. Yeah. And she's like, You left you kept her from us all these years and you were you guys were living on nothing. Yeah,
1: and no no, she was more upset that living in a shack with no bed bed different discernible rooms. It was just a bed and like a sink and then a bathtub. You know, it was all in one room like a studio apartment kind that of thing.
0: That she would do that instead of and, live there with them.
1: Right. That's what really hurt her. And, you know, you could you could see it.
0: But she hasn't really changed her ways since no, then. No, no. They're,
1: they're not going to.
0: Remember when uh, Rory first started going to Chilton? Mm-hmm. And Emily decorated a room in their house for her. This is when she was oh, yeah, in so, high school. Oh, yeah.
1: So, yeah. So, like, it could be a halfway point between Chilton and and, and whenever Hollow. she
0: got mad at Lorelai, she could go stay there. Yeah, which is exactly what she did when she yep. dropped out of school. But yeah,
1: they were setting that up from the get go.
0: Well, that was a different room though. But it was just you know the meaning behind it. I don't know. It's just Br- Lorelai and Emily, t- totally different. But some t- in some ways they're the same.
1: Yeah, you, you'll you'll see you'll see traits of Emily in Lorelei, especially now. Like when she takes charge of a situation, and when she like. Manages something, some of the things that she's done at the uh, Dragonfly Inn,
0: or the way she can talk to people and get her way.
1: Right. I mean, before like, before Emily she Gilmore, was working, Emily
0: Gilmore can get her way when it comes to anything. Right.
1: When they were at the uh, the Independence Inn, she'd use that whole cutesy, I'm sexy mm-hmm. kind of thing to get her way, and now she does a little bit of that, but it's more I'm in charge. I run this place. I own this place, and this is how we're doing it. And she she isn't manipulating people, but she understands like. What someone needs and then she gets them that so that she can get what she wants.
0: You well know? I think that Emily just loves her family so much and she the only way she knows how to show that is to kinda try to control them basically. Yeah, that's part of it. And Richard too. Mm-hmm. You know, there Richard was like when they were trying to come up with ways to get Rory back in Yale, he's like, We'll buy her a, pa- a townhouse, a car, whatever it, it takes. Whatever it takes,
1: yeah. And also when when uh when Luke and Lorelei were getting serious, he made an effort to bring Luke into their into their lives and, and stop talk
0: about franchise his business and
1: stuff like that. And it was also to help him become more you know financially stable so that he could take care of his daughter. But that that's that's the way they know. You know what I mean? They know business, they know money, so that was their way of helping in. And even the night that they got gilmore was it was another classic example of that. It was the, when they were announcing their engagement. You know, so now they're becoming even more serious. They sat them both down and said, "Look, these are some of the things you have got to think about because you guys both own businesses and you both, you know, have assets and liabilities and laid it all out for them." And I and I like that. Like some people might think that that's cold and calculated, but
0: but they hadn't thought about that. They before. hadn't thought about
1: it, and and money is a part of people's lives, and especially when you when you own a business like that. And so for for Richard to recognize it and care enough to, to take care of him in that re- in those regards shows that he really cares about them and loves them, so I like that. All right, we're going to break now for our uh, for our commercial. and We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Al from Al's Pancake World. Are you hungry and looking for something different to eat? Well, come on down to Al's Pancake World, dine on our world-famous clams. Do you like Jamaican food? Join us Tuesdays for our Salute to Jamaica. Do you have one of our Al's Pancake World coupons? Great! You get 50% off all food made after 11 p.m. In the mood for Chinese? Al's Pancake World has 24-hour takeout. So come on down to Al's Pancake World to enjoy the best international cuisine Star Hollow has to offer. And remember, all day Monday is Beef Day. Mention this ad to receive a free piece of beef on a stick. All right, and we're back. We're uh, going to read one last email response from that we got in. And it, it's
0: not related to Richard and Emily, but it was a good point that was brought up, an issue that, I can't believe that we just spaced out and even think about it.
1: There was so much other stuff going on that it just wasn't, you know, in my mind at all. So it's an email from Aaron, and Aaron writes,
0: Something's been bothering me a little bit, and I'm wondering if I've missed something or what. I'm really hoping you can shed some light on it for me. Okay, remember remember back to the episode where Rory first called Lorelai? I think it was during the prodigal daughter returns. Anyway, remember how Rory had spent much of that episode in the office where she had tempted for Mitchum's paper trying to get one of the execs that she had worked with previously to hire her on. And he was kind of ignoring her, but she just waited patiently in the lobby. She was in the lobby two or three days in a row just waiting for him to finally give her a moment of his time. And finally he just couldn't resist her anymore. Her charm and her persistence Finally won him over, and didn't he hire her? I remember she called him boss, and she was so happy about getting an honest-to-goodness job at a real paper, a paying position, that she called Lorelai to tell her the good news, called her from her car as she was heading to Lorelai's house, didn't she? But I'm so confused because they haven't mentioned anything about that since. I mean, I know Rory decided to go back to Yale, and Christopher is paying and all of that, but I can't imagine Rory quitting anything, including a new job that she was so thrilled to get. But it's like that whole thing never even happened, you know? So yeah, I'm really confused and kind of irritated about that. Did I miss something or misunderstand? Perhaps he didn't actually hire her? I don't know. Anyway, if you guys could help me to ease my mind on this one, I would be most appreciative. We totally did not even think about that yeah Aaron thank you so much I
1: don't know yeah (laughs) here's my answer I don't know I don't even know
0: why we thought about it because you know I think what happened was that happened right before Thanksgiving and her and Logan broke up Mm -hmm. right and then they took the big break until the middle of January and then she starts right into going into Yale with classes and the newspaper at school and getting back together with Logan and living with Paris in a crappy place So I didn't even think about it. I don't know. I can't believe they forgot about it. So it's, yeah, it is like it never even happened. It's just like they kind of blew it off. The only thing I can think of is that maybe she just did it until she went back to Yale. But why would she work so hard to get a job that was only going to be a month and a half long?
1: Right. Maybe maybe in a couple of episodes later you find out that, Th- that she's been doing it via email, or, or she's been on like the side. on the side, maybe. But she's
0: been so busy with the newspaper, especially now that she's editor. Yeah, you would have thought that she, she, that she, she might have more. said, "Oh, I'll have to quit that job so I can be editor or something."
1: Yeah, maybe we missed it. And if, if if you're listening and you know the answer, you you remember the the phrase or the you know the the moment where they acknowledge that, send us an email and we'll we'll get to it.
0: And if you have any questions for us, email is the best way to get in touch with us personally. iTunes reviews we do check out sometimes, and thank you so much for those. Oh, by the way, We've ours have been blown up. Yeah, for the one week we were on the new Notable on iTunes, we got so much response; it was great. But
1: yeah, we tripled our numbers. There's, there's from no just way we. That.
0: There's no way we can answer questions yeah, on that we, because we have no odd. way of contacting yeah, people, you. People
1: have asked us questions in the the iTunes thing. There's no way I can answer your question there. Now so. some
0: of you did ask questions in there and then you emailed us. Yeah. So that's that's great. Yeah. Um, but if Really, we prefer email if you have specific questions for us. Right.
1: If you just have comments, That's, it's either iTunes or com. Either, either commenting on each individual episode of ours in, in the posts, or you can go to the uh, members' feedback section. On the right. There's, and there's, the other ways of getting hold of us are uh, via audio. There's an audio button on the website. You can click. You can leave us voicemails there. Another way is we've already said email.
0: Our email addresses are Alicia at com
1: And Dave. Dave at Podcast dot com. The, the only other way you can get a hold of us is, the, like I said before, the uh, members feedback section. Or it's it's a yeah, it's a members feedback section. And then we haven't mentioned this in a couple podcasts, but to get in the members section to get uh, up to fifty dollars off of Gilmore Girls DVDs that you ordered from uh, WB, the password to get into that is one 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 one.
0: That's another Emily reference. Yeah,
1: that, that is. That's from her panic room.
0: <laughs> she was naive enough to think that that would be safe enough for her password. <laughs> guess- and the fact that she bought a panic room, she did that when they were on a break, too. Right. And it's like she, I understand where she comes from going shopping when she's, you know, depressed. She bought a panic room in that one. One time she got a huge fight with. Um, Richard, uh-huh. I remember she was shopping with Rory and Lorelai, or ran into them at the mall, and just started buying them all kinds of crap. Yeah, and I, I was she... like, you want to buy this? Go ahead. Do
1: you remember when she tried to buy an airplane? <laughs>
0: yeah. That was after <laughs> Rory moved out. Yeah,
1: she wanted to buy a whole plane, so she's bought some stuff, and one of those was a panic room. Yeah. Uh, so that's one, 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 to get into the member section. Don't tell anybody. Yeah, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Yeah, you can tell anybody you want. Oh, and that's another thing I was going to mention. We're not going to uh, hawk people and, like, ask that you go to particular websites and vote for us because we're in so many different directories. It'd be hard to have you guys, like, all focus your energy and, like, you know, vote for us all, you know, on all of them or just on one even, and all that would do is get us to bump up to the top, which would be great, but I think we're going to let that happen naturally. So we're just asking that if you like the show – or you know you like Gilmore Girls, and then you like listening to a podcast about Gilmore Girls, and you've got friends that you think would be into it. Just tell them about it. Just say, hey, go to iTunes, type in Gilmore Girls, and and download the Gilmore Girls podcast, or go to the website, or go to the website, gilmoregirlspodcast.com. dot com. So that's that's what we're gonna ask people to do is just word of mouth. We think that's good enough. I don't want to waste time having you guys you know all attack one website just to you know jump our ratings up. We're gonna leave that alone.
0: I did want to mention our sources for this. Episode and those are um, IMDB.com, the WB.com, and televisionwithoutpity.com.
1: Great. So, Elisa, next week, what are we going to cover?
0: Well, we still haven't gotten any word on when the next episode is airing. Um, we know when the episode after that is airing, and that's April 11th still no word on the one before that and we only go one episode out i know some of you guys have mentioned some spoilers
1: yeah in but, the comments section by the way
0: <laughs> um but we don't talk about more than one episode out because i understand some people don't want to have their whole season ruined for them so i've read all the spoilers too but they're not the next episode so we will get to those when it's time for them Right now it just says Spring 06 for the next episode. I don't even know the name for it yet. So yeah. as soon as we know, we'll talk about that one.
1: Yeah, the only spoiler I'm willing to talk about, and I've got, I got an email about it the other day, so they obviously haven't gone back and listened to all of our podcasts, and that is that Season 7 is a go. It's going to happen. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We're going to have a Season 7. So I you you already anyone... knew that. But... Well, yeah, everybody knew that, but I, I got an email the other day, so I'll just throw that out there in case somebody just just found us and you know this is the first one they've listened to.
0: But so next week, we're just going to do another character analysis, two more characters. Haven't picked those yet, actually. Haven't, huh? No, I I had one um, recommendation to do Michelle and Kirk. Mm -hmm. So maybe we'll do that. But in the next couple of days, if you guys have any two characters that you're dying to hear about, and these are supporting characters.
1: Not two characters. How about you guys email us with the one character you want us to cover? Okay. And then we'll but, tally them up and whoever gives the most will cover the two people. We'll pick the two highest people and but, we'll cover them. But we
0: don't want to do the the leading character. Yeah, characters no leading characters. Yet. We're all, we're doing all so, support characters. So we're not gonna do all L- the L's.
1: Luke, Lorelai, Lorelai the second,
0: Rory Rory, and Logan and Logan. So we're gonna we're gonna save them for the very last of our character analysis. And just do one of them each time. And we're just going to, this is going to be a trend with us. We're in a week where there's no episode of Gilmore Girls. Probably in the summer is when we'll finish this up. We're going to do a character analysis. But like I said, we're going to save, we're going to do the build up to the big characters at the end. So you've got supporting characters. And it's going to be enough, a big enough role that we can actually talk about them for half an episode too. So remember that. So it can't be like the town troubadour. Not really enough on him to talk about, I don't think, so.
1: Yeah, except for that he's awesome. Yeah. You can buy his music. He's uh he's Sam Phillips' son, so anyone who's interested in that you listen to him. So until next week, I'm David.
0: I'm Alicia, thanks for listening.